which means to say, doesn't matter what you paint, doesn't matter how you paint, if you use oils or acrylics, what matters is how sincere you are. Oh, wow. Jump, you're ready now. Jump, the sky's the limit. Jump, jump, jump. Leave it all behind and jump. Just go for it. Jump, if you can dream it. Jump, jump, jump. Together we can do all things. Don't you love our new music? Please tell me you're shaking inside of your car and singing this song with us because when I got this jingle back, I was screaming, saying, Jump! I love it so much. Julie, great job. Gideon, great job. You guys are awesome. I'm so glad that I get to call you guys friend, creator, genius. Anyway, guys, so what I want to talk to you guys today in the podcast is just give you guys a highlights about the Dreamtopia workshop with Kat Heller and so many incredible speakers that she had in LA. And I got to travel with this amazing group of girls from Colorado that I love them so much. So let's let's get started. I did invite my friend Julie to participate in this conversation, and I think you guys are going to like it. Friend Jules with me here today, and we're going to talk about the Dream Topic Workshop. So I invited you to this conversation because she gave me a call, and she told me, tell me all about it. And I said, how about... We go to Zoom and we record an episode and we can tell, I can tell everybody how was Dreamtopia workshop. So Jules is here because she asked me, but also she's here because she's awesome and it's going to help me navigate this thing awesome. So say hi to everybody, Jules. Hi, everybody. Thank you, Rebecca, for having me. I'm so excited to hear about this Dreamtopia uh, conference that you went to, and I want to hear all the highlights. And so, go. I'm ready. I'm so ready. So let's let's talk about what happened when I was going there. This huge snowstorm happened. The biggest snowstorm in the state of Colorado. They have to call. It says on the news they call for like uh, military extra help to come to Colorado. That's how bad that that was. Oh my gosh. The storm was huge. Okay. So what happened is I was flying standby and my, everybody decided to go to an early, you know, flight and I got, and I couldn't get a seat. So I ended up going to a plane that they just put it over there. And that was the last plane to leave Colorado that oh day. My wow. And everybody else got stuck in the airport and had to sleep in the airport and everything. And the storm was crazy here in Colorado. But anyway, but I made it through it. And it was the funniest thing that when we were going up um, through the storm, they had to defrost the airplane first. And I was like, okay, this is about to get real. And then when we get to the, I, I knew the girl that was beside me very little. And I said, excuse me, can I hold your hands? Oh. <laughs> I said to her, because I was, I was like, if we go to see Jesus right now, I want to hold somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I want to hold somebody's hands. So we did hold hands and I was praying the whole time and we got through the storm, like the winds were, the wind, and there was a little plane. It was shaking, you know. So by the time we got to up in like towards like middle of the trip, I can see the sun and it was almost like dying and being alive again in a different place Mm. because we went through the storm. But two of the girls that were going to go, they actually stayed inside of the airplane and never made it to L.A. that night. On a different plane? Yeah. Oh, my God. They had to sleep in the airport Mm. because nobody could go anywhere. I think it was something like crazy eight inches here. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Something insane. But anyway, but what happened is we made it through to L.A., me and this other girl, and, you know, I got check-in and everything. So... When we started the conference, this guy named Andy J. Pizza, he was the first speaker. And he was awesome. He mm. was incredible. He is like like an artist that he has like things on Nickelodeon and Amazon and YouTube. And um, he has a podcast named Creative Pep Talk. And he talks to creators. So he was so real. The things that he said was so amazing. But the thing that called that one of the things that marked me the most about Andy was he said something like, we all have unique DNA. We all have different DNA. So what you have to put, the work that you have to put in the world, it will never be the same as mine. But this mm, wow. is your advantage that you have a unique DNA. Mm. And he spoke about us being the way we are. It's okay because what we have to bring, we don't have to worry about what other people are doing because this is our voice. Mm, wow. And the cool thing about Andy is that he spoke, he was so great and everything. But my friend Rebecca that stayed behind it, she stayed behind in the airport. She had the craziest night because she lost her phone. So she ended up the next day going to LA without her phone. And her phone was left in Denver. She has two twin babies that she could not talk the whole entire time. So then she lost. uh, The first flight got canceled, the morning flight, because the storm was still rolling. And then she got into a flight and got there late. By the time she get there, her friend loses the bag inside of Uber. And they're, yeah, you get a feeling for it. Nightmare trip. (laughs) Yeah. Not dreamtopia. I was like, you know, nightmare topia. Anyway, by the time (laughs) she gets there, um, she, she's crying and she says, it's in there already spoke. And we are like, yeah, he did. And she said, he is the one that I really wanted to hear the most. Mm. And I felt like it was sad, you know? So by the time lunchtime comes, we see Andy outside, just talking to people in the door at the conference. He's just there hanging out. And we're like, Rebecca, Rebecca, that's Andy. Go say hi. This is why you went through hell, you know? And she did. And Andy was like, you know, and she was like, hi, Andy. And he ended up giving her a calendar, his own calendar to her, like a artwork mm. calendar. And she comes back crying, Jules. And she says, Andy was there. 
I was able to talk to him and he gave me a calendar. Mm. And the thing why um, this story impacted me, let me tell you why this story impacted me. It has nothing to do with the speakers, what they spoke, but it has always to do outside of the theater. Right. Because that guy was able to be human and normal to be connecting with people and not like, don't touch me, I'm a star. Oh, right. Talking to the people out front. Yes, and hugging people and loving Mm -hmm. people. That's that's all that people are looking for. Right, yeah. You know, and one of the things, the major things about this conference, everyone wants to be seen. Everyone wants to see, like, I am here. Did you notice? Mm. You know? So I wrote a message to Andy on Instagram and I told the entire story to him. So he knows that please keep being human because right. that's what connects all of us. Is it affects people. Yeah, Julie, can you see me? Hmm. Can you see me? You know? Right. So that was even just like part of the human experience like what we're longing for just as people but it's neat to see artists who you kind of look at and think oh you have it all together looking for that recognition too it just shows you that we all want it you know that's right. really that's so they awesome. have so they have all these amazing people coming and then this very interesting lady came and it was interesting how she was able to navigate the navigate. She talks about don't die with the gifts inside of you. That was her topic. Mm, wow. And her name was Ember Ray. And she wrote a book and said, like, choose the wonder is the name of her book. And I am like, I want to buy this book as soon as possible. Because she made it a really fun thing that says, like, hey, what is the name of the fears that you face it? Like for me, it was the fear of uh, accent. Mm. And he says, make that person, imagine the accent being a person. What do you call that person? You know, and then talk to the person. Basically talk to your own fears. Mm. Hey, hey, dear accent. I know you're here. I recognize you're here. But can you talk to me like... What is the problem? What, what, what is the, your concern as far as me? And then mm-hmm. the accent can just tell you, this is my concern, that you'll be ashamed, that you'll be there, that you'll be that. And then she have a conversation with that fear and say, I understand your concern, but I release you too. And I'm not afraid of you. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's was, really good. It was incredible. A lot of people were crying on that because... And by the way, I love your accent. Dang it. <laughs> Do you know that is the one, like when she said, what is the one fear? Like I'm pretty bold, but what was one fear that I have to me was my lack of speaking correctly. And, mm-hmm. you know, and I was like, oh man. And then my, when I was doing the exercise, I had the, the name of the guy was Alexandro. Alexandro. And I was like, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> I was like, Alexandra, I'm really afraid of you. <laughs> you are the accent in my life, you know, and I don't speak fully English. And Alexandra said, and I had to tell Alexandra, I recognize you're there, but you're not going to stop me. Yes. And you speak full English. You just don't speak perfect English. Come on. <laughs> right? Yes. But you know what? 
it's okay. You know, that I, is. I just have to realize it's okay because the things that we feel like it's cursed over us for some weird reason is actually what makes us different. Mm-hmm. You know, and people that will listen to a podcast that is not quite like mine, it's okay. It's not... The thing is, not everybody's going to like me. You know, not everybody's going to be okay with my accent, but that's okay. But there's few people that will love it. And they will be like, that girl is so happy and genuine. And I'll listen to her anytime. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. This is such, so, so, so fun. So, um, so anyway, so it was intense. It was a lot of people. And, but I need to tell you two things, two people that I met. Okay. So I met Kathy Heller with this, the lady that helped me start this podcast. And she had such a level of energy and she was so normal. Like she wore tennis shoes for the second day. Like she was so, (laughs) (laughs) you know, she's like, she's almost like somebody that you can say like, she's a friend just hanging out in the living room. That's how she acted the entire time very very not like we all know she's a star but she was very very cool authentic and genuine and you can see that she was flowing in her gift because she was like oh I I just love doing this I every five seconds she would say I just love doing this this makes me so alive you know so that was pretty cool so when I finally went to meet her the thing that caught my attention is she did recognize me and she oh, said, she, she said, Rebecca, because I have been talking on Instagram with her quite a bit. And she recognized me. And I was like, that's, that's me. <laughs> I was like, any other Rebecca behind me? Any other? <laughs> Just do a little check, you know, let me make sure. But the thing is, like, when we admire somebody and somebody recognizes us, it has such a big impact. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I said, I know you asked me for my story, but I did not say that to you because of, because of Alexandro, the, my fears. <laughs> did you say that? <laughs> and she's, she said, what are you talking about? I don't know English too. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it, it was so sweet. And then after the next day, I went, um, the next day, the person that was going to open the wor- workshop was Jeff Goins. And Jeff Goins is the guy that wrote the book, don't, um, Real Artists Don't Starve. Oh, wow. Okay. That's a great and title. Sold millions of books and, and he's famous. Jeff Goins is a real famous writer, right? And speaker. And he was there, and I also talked to him in, in Instagram because I, I am a bug. I bug like that. People that I admire, I like to bug them. So <laughs> when Jeff Coins left the stage, I was like, I need to say hi. But he's gone. And there was people running after him like to, to get autograph. And I was like, I'm going to go to the lob and see if Jeff going for some reason is running through the lob. And guess where Jeff going was running to? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And I was like, Jeff. <laughs> Cause I've been telling everybody, I have a friend named Jeff going. <laughs> oh 
<laughs> that is incredible. So anyway, oh so when I finally meet Jeff Goins, he says, Rebecca. Come on. That is fabulous. Wow. And I was like, let me make sure there's no Rebecca behind me. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make sure there's no Rebecca behind me. But then he says, Rebecca, how's your studio going? How is your license deal going? He remember every single aspect. Wow. You know, and it was so incredible. I was able to talk to him and then all the fans start coming around and waiting for me to be done so they can talk to him too. Mm. You know, and I was like, okay, I'll be quick and I'm going to, you know, get out. But then we took a picture and everything and I gave him a card. Mm. And I said, this card is not for you. This is for your kids. I wrote a card to his kids mm. because he is my friend on Facebook and I get to see his family. Right. So I wrote him in the card for his kids and I said, just so you know, your dad wrote a really cool book. That really cool book that your dad wrote it changed my life. Mm. It made me see that now I can play Nerf war with my son all day. <laughs> <laughs> And really enjoy life, you know? And I just want you guys to know that because that's really cool that your dad gets to do that. Hmm. And I said, anytime you guys come to Denver, come paint with me, Rebecca. And um, I gave this card to his kids to know because sometimes when you're living your life normally, and his kids only know him as dad. But doesn't right. know that the work that he's doing is actually really changing other people's lives, you know? Right, and influencing so many people. Yeah. I'm sure that meant a lot to him, too. Oh, he wrote me a message on Facebook saying thank you. And I said, Jeff, you're my friend. Uh, you are the highlight of the trip. You know, like, I really enjoy meeting you. And he's like, same here. Mm. So that was the highlight of, uh, of the trip. So meeting Kathy, meeting Jeff, to know that they have a great message. And one of the things that he said, Jules, when he was speaking, and I'll be quick on that, he said is that when he started writing books, he went to the airport and people thought that he, he was a really famous person. And they're like, are you the man? Are you the man? He's like, yeah, that's that's me. <laughs> that, is, that is me. And it ended up like, you the guide actor on Lord of the Rings movie? And he's like, oh, no. <laughs> the time where I live. You know, but he was talking about fake fames and what really matters and why you want to do the work that you want to do, not just to be famous. Mm. because that that is has no value anyway right mm -hmm. so anyway at the end of the workshop and and this is you know one of the things that I, I'll finish with that the the one that impacted me the most was this guy named let me tell you his name right now a really cool human being Jules, mm. his name Saul, Saul Blindoff. Saul Blindoff, he is a Hollywood filmmaker who worked many different profiles, including Walt Disney Studio, Mattel, Amazon, and Netflix. 
He did. He did Winnie the Pooh, uh, Dr. McStuffin, Tarzan, a bunch of other, like. Wow, that's awesome. I know, it's pretty wild. And he's going to start a podcast. It's called Life of an Awesome. And he told about his story of dreaming to be, uh, you know, to be um, a guy that did animation as a career. And now he realized that his calling is more than just animation and should tell people how to live their dreams. Mm. And when, at the end of his talk, his talk was so deeply because he's sharing his story, how much he struggled to, he didn't win first. He didn't got selected to be. His friend did. Oh, wow. Yeah. And okay. then he realizes, what do I need to do to become good enough to have a chance? And he worked his craft all the way until they called him and he became one of them. You is, know? is he an animator or is he a producer or what does he do? Do you know? Right now, he's a filmmaker, but at that time when he started, he was an animator. Okay, I see. Wow. Just incredible story in the effort and the work that he put into, like, living his dream was so deeply. And then a guy raised his hand and asked him a question in a workshop. And the guy asked, I like to paint oils, and I like to do this. And I like to do this, but I'm not sure what to pursue. What do I do? What did he say? He said, it's not the pencil that makes the artist. Which means to say, doesn't matter what you paint. Doesn't matter how you paint. If you use oils or acrylics, what matters is how sincere you are. Oh, Wow is the message that you have to share through your art. Right. And that to me was like mind-blowing because I'm like, you're right. It's not the media that you're using. It's not how, it's, it's, it's that you are sincere to say, this is what I want to share with the world. Regardless of whatever, whatever platform you use to do it. <clears throat> is that what you mean? Yes. Wow. So that was simply incredible. And I went in the back when he left and I went in the back and I talked to him for a few minutes and all that he was doing, he was just encouraging everybody. He was just saying, go pursue your dream, go do your dream, please go do it. And it was absolutely incredible. So that was, that was what I, that's what I got for those days. Wow. That's incredible. In terms of that Saul, the, is it his name Saul? Yeah. What I liked about what you just shared then is that he brought the audience into his process. Like he brought the audience from when, from the beginning and how he was thinking and brought us all the way through, which is really neat. Right. Cause he watched the little mermaid and he said, mom, I know what I want to do. Wow. I want to do that. The little mermaids. And his mom's like, okay, let's go to Disney then and find out how you do that. So she went to Disney, get to Disney and find like a Disney worker cleaning the the floor (laughs) and said, my son wants to do movies. 
Where do I go? And they said, well, go to the casting. So they get to the casting and she's like, hi, my son wants to do movies for you. And they're like, no, no, no. We just hire people to work in the park. We don't. If your son wants to do movies, he has to go to this animation school. And then she called the school in and put her son in that specific school. Mm, which is like, for me, telling me a totally new message in this Saul story that if like he had his mother believing in him from the very beginning and he saw that, like he's thinking, I can do it. I, no matter what, I can do it. I can go to Disney and ask the clerk, <laughs> you know? Wow. So whatever it is, guys, thank you, Jules, for this wonderful conversation. And whatever it is that you're facing that you feel like you really want, but you don't feel the qualification or they're going to pick you or choose you, choose yourself first. And I can definitely say that this is what happened to Saul. Choose yourself first. Work really hard. Put the work in it. And I'm sure amazing wonderful things will happen thank you Jules for being here thank you from the dream topic workshop people I met thank you Kathy Heller and all the amazing speakers you guys inspire so many people and you give you do this so wonderful every single day I'll see you guys soon jump you're ready now jump the sky's the limit jump 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 leave it all Just go for it, jump, jump.